When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. You are fully in your week now because it's Tuesday. <laughs> on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. What up, bitches? Listen, so much. So much. And we don't need to talk about all of it. But what we do need to talk about right now is what is going on in the Herp trial. Our legal expert and correspondent, Bradley Trainer, is on the scene. Wait, let me put my glasses on. Oh, yeah. Yes. Listeners. Can you see him? He now looks smarter. <laughs> On the radio. It's true. Hello, I'm Bradley Trainer reporting live from outside a courtroom in California somewhere. <laughs> anyway, actually, I've got news when it comes to the Amber Heard-Johnny Depp trial. It's really Johnny Depp's defamation case against Amber Heard. And yesterday, something happened. So I'm here <laughs> to tell you what that is and why you should give a crap. No pun intended. So yesterday, oh, Amber Heard already did. Oh, girl. Amber Heard admitted that she donated all that money, millions of dollars, to the ACLU. Excuse me, never donated all that money to the ACLU, like she's previously said slash testified. Now, look. Regardless of what you think of what Johnny did or didn't do also up to the jury and yourselves to decide, this revelation does not help her credibility on the stand. Mm. Also, the ACLU admitted they wrote the now... Uh, tri- I almost said triggering, but I don't mean it in that sense. I mean like the, the op-ed That's that in insinuated Johnny Depp physically, sexually assaulted Amber Heard. Okay, so... I have a question yeah. about that. Yeah. Specifically. Yeah. Bradley Trainer. Yeah. Legal expert. Yes. Or at least you're playing one Not at right all. on the radio right now. Yeah. Then then if that is the case, why is this case being brought to Amber Heard and not the ACLU? I object, counselor. I know, me too. You are sustained. I'm you're out of order. No, okay, so I think what you're well because it was at Amber Heard's behest. Okay, so her name is on it, even she, though it's their writing. She she admitted, or I, I should say, actually, we knew that the ACL the ACLU has admitted that they ghost wrote mm-hmm. this op ed in which she talks about the importance of speaking out against uh, assault and sexual violence, and uh, in light of the Me Too era, that's a whole separate story. But the thing. And and it, it's all worth talking about. But the thing that I found most fascinating from yesterday's testimony specifically revolves around 
Amber Heard admitting that she didn't donate all that money to the ACLU. Mm -hmm. We knew this, but now we have it on the record. And I want you to hear how this all went down in the courtroom yesterday. You have Amber Heard on the stand, and that's what started yesterday. We're back on track. We're back. The trial is back in session. After a week off. She is on the stand. Her attorney and her spoke yesterday. And then Johnny Depp's lawyers show up and start asking questions about, uh, in cross-examination, about this donation. And what I can tell you are, the facts are, she pledged to have donated the entirety of her divorce settlement from Johnny Depp, that's $7 million, split between Children's Hospital and the ACLU. Mm -hmm. The ACLU, I think, has gotten like a million dollars that she cobbled together from, I think, $300,000 of her own money, and then uh, some other money, and like a big fat check from her ex-boyfriend now, Elon Musk. But she has contradicted herself about what she did and said, and this is to attack her credibility. Let's listen to this exchange between Johnny Depp's lawyer and Amber Heard. And at this point, Johnny Depp's lawyer is trying to take control and make the point that she did not, has not, donated all that money, as she's previously said. Sitting here today, Ms. Heard, you still haven't donated the $7 million divorce settlement to charity. Isn't that right? Incorrect. I pledged the entirety no, of Ms. the Heard, settlement, $7 million to question. charity, and I, f- I Heard, intend to Ms. fulfill Heard, those obligations. That's not my question. Please, what try to question? answer my question. Sitting here today, you have not donated the $7 million, donated, not pledged, donated the $7 million divorce settlement to charity. I use pledge and donation synonymous with one another. They but I the don't. Miss Heard, I don't use it synonymously. That's how donations are paid. Miss Heard, respectfully, that's not my question. As of today, you have not paid $3.5 million of your own money to the ACLU. Yes or no? I have not yet. And as of today, you have not paid $3.5 million of your own money to the Children's Hospital of Los Angeles, correct? I have not yet. Johnny sued me. So as of today, you have not donated, paid $7 million of your divorce settlement to charity, right? I have not been able to fulfill those uh, those uh, obligations yet. Okay, wow. so that's Amber Heard on the stand yesterday with Johnny Depp's lawyer and his. The lawyer's trying to make the point like, you have tested. The reason she is obfuscating, one imagines, is because she has previously said, I donated everything. I think as early as 2018 mm-hmm. in an interview, live, or not live, but like a live interview. Mm-hmm. Versus what as a dead in interview. She was alive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, like she sat there and said, I donated all of it, half to the children's mm-hmm. hospital uh, or th- that charity, and it's escaping me now, but also the ACLU. And the ACLU is like, well, you didn't know. And you can tell on the stand. The thing that popped out at me is her, her, um, like, no, pledge and donate's like the same thing. The, the 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 sort of trying to make that point makes her sound, I think, like she's trying to um, parse yep. what she means in a way 
that will keep it from looking like she yes. has lied previously. She's totally trying to manipulate the English language yeah. so that it appears as though she has fulfilled her obligations that she made publicly. And I mean, I just, I would like to sit down with the lawyer mm-hmm. and have a conversation with her about how she remained so even keeled throughout that because that would be so frustrating and aggravating in the moment. Yeah, you can tell that like she's getting to Amber because you'll also hear Amber at one point say something to the effect of, well, I didn't give all the money because Johnny sued me. Yeah. And that's a point that she's tried to make wherein, oh, I couldn't donate it all because I was being sued by Johnny Depp. And it's like, no, we're making the point that you've lied. And I think that the lying, you know, in, in like if the jury sees her lying about that, is right. she not capable about lying about, about other things? Other things. Exactly. That's the thing that I... um you know, I, I, the, I wish I could be a fly on the wall listening to Amber Heard and her own lawyers talking because, you know, she had to be prepared for this. And I wonder if that was a tactic from the outset to try to kind of m- mess with the English language in such well, a way. But I, what I would say to that is like, I'm sure. But also it shows to me that perhaps she doesn't have this the like best lawyer because that is not a winning argument what you've just done by refuting the prosecutor the is she a press yes so she'd be the plaintiff's attorney not prosecuting attorney right because it's not a criminal case anyway the um johnny depp's lawyer in this case is trying to make the point that you lied and in refuting your lie Mm -hmm. you are literally lying out loud now she's not technically lying but like that obfuscation like that that sort of graying of the the difference between the words pledged and donate Mm -hmm. doesn't help the way i think amber heard thinks it does in fact i think it it further solidifies the plaintiff's you know, argument that she is not to be trusted because she's like a kid yes, who gets caught doing something and is like, well, I I didn't technically do this, well, you're, but I, I meant that I did this. You are so absolutely correct. I think every single person who has parented or is currently parenting somebody in the in the preteen to teenage range is familiar with exactly what she was just doing. Yeah, because it is. And it is meant to be frustrating, but also she's an adult. And so to your point, it completely destroys her credibility. Yeah. Now, I do want to make, uh, you know, a caveat or, a, a you know, a sort of underline the following point that just because she, just because she may not be trustworthy or if a jury finds that she's lying, that is not to say that Johnny Depp did not do the things that she accused him of. They may not be true, but again, we're not we're dealing with two things, right? We talk about this every day. We talk about the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. There's the court of public opinion and Mm -hmm. then there's the court of law. And, you know, the court in this case is trying to show that she defamed Johnny through this letter. Mm -hmm. Now, we could talk further about the ACLU's role in that letter because I think it's fascinating. And it is completely the ACLU is completely doing all the things that we talk about celebrities and publicists doing. Yes. Which is leveraging like just it's it's crazy to me. But my point is to say simply that. 
two things can be true at the same time. Johnny Depp could have done some stuff, mm-hmm. and Amber Heard can be a liar. Yeah. And the court is not concerned, I think. Well, it is sort of both things. Even though both things can be true, only one person can leave the courtroom victorious. Mm -hmm. And that is, I think, why this is so fascinating. Mm -hmm. Because just because Johnny wins or loses in this case doesn't mean that they both have some serious issues Issues. and things to be held accountable for. Right. And this is the thing. So my son, uh, my 15-year-old last night said, whose side are you on? Amber Heard or Johnny Depp's. And this is the thing I feel like I'm a broken record. I said, listen, this isn't about this. That seems like the easy question to ask. And that's just not what's happening. And then to try to untangle the complexity of what's actually going on in the courtroom and and how the public is perceiving it. Now, really quickly, I want to read one or two tweets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, This one from Panda. Panda, law school uh, extraordinaire, law lawyer, law person. Yeah, no words. That's why we're on the radio. Well, exactly. She said, when we practice trials... Uh, we drill it into our heads, and I have subsequently told friends since, cross is your enemy. You have to remain cool and only answer what is asked, because staying cool is better than getting defensive. Yeah, and you can tell in that moment she was not cool, because mm-hmm. she does that, like, I'm going to throw out the, like, Johnny sued me. You're like, mm-hmm. it's like when you're in an argument with someone, and they're like, and you're ugly. Yeah. Like, what, what does my being ugly have to do with anything? That is a good question, Bradley. Right. Now, the other tweet we got was from Phil, who said that $7 million was already in her bank account before Johnny sued her, which is correct. But what she's, I think she's trying to say is, like, I, I got to hold on to my money because I'm getting sued and I got to use it for the lawsuit. Right. Like, yeah, she's she's painting this. But all the attorney has to do for Johnny Depp is say you lied. Yeah. Like, OK, that may be true. You may need to hold on to your money because you're getting sued. But. What does that have to do with, I mean, that doesn't change the fact that you lied in 2018 when you told people that you donated everything. Mm -hmm. It was never about money. Um, You know, again, Mm. they can both be problematic humans. And guess what? But this trial nonetheless continues and somebody will remain or will leave that trial, uh, you know, the victor. Mm hmm. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we are going to get all the dirt straight from Hollywood. Even more dirt. Can you believe it? There's a ton of dirt. So dirty. Holly's going to bring it to us after this on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Holly Roberts is here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. What's up, Holly? Hey guys! Hey, hey. Uh, we're actually gonna go to France. <gasps> France. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world, and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Oh, that's England. No. Um, what's, uh, uh, no, what? Uh, no. no. Okay. 
There you go. There it is. Uh, sorry, we're embarrassing. Um, <laughs> the Cannes Film Festival kicks off today. It is evening in France, and it's uh, doing so with a French zombie movie. What? It's called a Final... French zombie movie? You mean a, a zombie. A, it's not only a French zombie movie, but Variety is calling this movie Final Cut a hip French zombie oh. movie. Zombie. Zombie. Yes. I uh, don't understand these words. What is a hip French zombie movie? Do you, are, you, are you suggesting that the French don't have zombies too, Bradley? No, I just don't understand what all those words mean. Like hip f- zombies? Yeah, I you know, it very well could be full of surprises, maybe even a guest appearance by zombie Jerry Lewis. You know, he's beloved in the country of France. Oh my god. <laughs> my gosh. This is Holly. so confusing. I'm just letting you know that the cancer is am, am, am I high right now? Yes. <laughs> Are you? I don't know. Okay. I just there's a lot happening and I don't understand it. What I'm telling you is to look forward to many wonderful red carpet images from the 75th annual Cam Film Festival. Perfect. And that the world of cinema is operating as normal as it can be. And as we know, likely there are some backroom deals and some heavy French yachting happening. Uh, at the cans. Heavy French yachting. Yeah. Yeah. Or should I say hip French yachting? Thank you. Thank you, Bradley. Hey, let's circle back to Amber Heard. One of the things that we're learning from her cross-examination is that Warner Brothers didn't want to include her in the Aquaman sequel. And that's due to the fallout from her divorce from Johnny Depp. Now, there have been petitions online and various memes, etc., that have demanded that Amber Heard be pulled from Aquaman too, And uh, that hasn't really worked yet. She's still working on that. But apparently Warner Brothers didn't even want her to be in this movie. So, mm. but she is. Dun, 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 dun. I think that's probably, you know, because Hollywood perceived her to be toxic. But I would also say Hollywood viewing women who speak out as toxic is not new. Um, so that doesn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, Amber Heard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, ladies. It's called misogyny. Mm. <laughs> In case you weren't We're aware. used to it. <laughs> yeah. Now, Amber Heard said that she earned twice as much for Aqu- Aquaman 2, which is the third film in her contract with Warner Brothers. But also this role in the film is a very pared down version of what she played in the original Aquaman. Mm. So... We'll just have to wait and see. Although I feel like anybody here on this program probably is not going to check out. I'm that not going to see. I'm I'll not wait, an Aqua, but I won't see. I'm not an Aqua Mm-mm. fan. Yeah, yeah, it's a DC comic universe situation. Okay, you know, just letting you know, letting you know. <laughs> uh, so we're going to move on from that. And uh, Miley Cyrus and her mom, Tish Cyrus, they were out and about in New York City. You know, mm. Miley Cyrus was at the NBC Upfronts yesterday. Oh, yeah. And she, she did like a Madonna cover. Yeah. And she shared that she's going to be the host for their New Year's Eve television special like she was this last oh, year. Great. I didn't see it. No, I didn't see it last <laughs> year. Out of no, I just didn't see it last year. I remember seeing some of the aftermath. And, you know, Miley is 
Listen, if anybody can do New Year's Eve, it's Miley Cyrus. And she's going to do it again. I feel like every day is New Year's Eve for her. Also, while out and about in New York City, Miley and her mom, Tish, went Broadway. They saw Pamela Anderson in the Broadway production of Chicago. Nice. Oh, that's fun. I bet she got to meet her afterward. Oh, she sure did, Bradley. And there's a photograph of the three of them after Pam got done with her role on Broadway. And, you know, hey, look. She said that Pamela Anderson said that she wanted to do Chicago because she wanted a challenge in her career and she wanted to try something new. Now, I haven't read any reviews about Pamela Anderson's performance in that play, but I want to be optimistic and give her the benefit of the doubt. You know, she's kicking and stretching. I mean, a woman like single handedly uh, has, you know, acted her way through all sorts of stuff on television and movies. I don't see why she wouldn't be capable of kicking and stretching on Broadway. I mean... She does love musicals, and I know this because I watched Pam and Tommy. Oh, yeah. Her favorite movie is The King and I. It's true. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think she's probably really great in that role. Anyway, when we come back on The Colleen and Bradley Show, we are going to get some pop culture mysteries to solve. Holly's going to bring them to us. We'll solve them after this on My Talk 1071. Well, Holly Roberts has brought us some pop culture mysteries right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello, everyone. And everywhere. We are everywhere. We are here to solve those pop culture mysteries in the form of blind items that Holly will deliver. We will receive them and then solve them in a little segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. We'll receive this. Oh, oh. I will. My God, so violent. Oh, let's solve the celebrity gossip mystery. Okay. This superhero actress, who is an Oscar winner slash nominee, recently had a breast enlargement mm. and is always offering to share what they look like with her friends. Wanna see my breasts? Yeah, and she says it just like just that. Just like that. Just like that. <laughs> is it uh, Nicole Kidman? Is she a superhero actress? Wasn't she in Aquaman? Yeah. Oh, she was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She plays like the mom, mm-hmm. the god mom or something. I don't know. Did you actually see that? No. How did you I know just all pay that? Attention. That's a lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you keep doing that. Um, okay, 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 okay. Uh, it is... Okay, so... Yeah. Uh, boobies. Who yes. wants to see my boobies? It is Brie Larson. Oh, what's she in? She's Captain Marvel. Oh, Captain Marvel's mm-hmm. boobies. Mm-hmm. That's the sequel. Yep. <laughs> no. Uh, but yes, Colleen, correct guess. Brie Larson, who is an Oscar winner and plays Captain Marvel, apparently had a breast enlargement and is always offering to share what they look like with her friends. Now, Listen, most people that, saying it's... good it's, to be proud of your boobs. It's uh, Brie Larson. She was out and about at the farmer's market over the weekend in a crop top, and and she has, you know... I mean, good boobs. for her. Boobs are boobs. <laughs> and, yeah. I've got, they're boobs. I've got nipples, and uh, You're not some people got them. boobs. I've got nipples. With their nipples. <laughs> that dingle, dangle, dingle. Oh, oh, okay. That's a whole different musical. Medley. <laughs> uh, here's another celebrity gossip mystery to solve Colleen and Bradley. NT Lawyer knows there was some kind of payoff. But just can't decide what the celebrity CEO gave the people mm. at the magazine who make their cover decisions. I'm assuming that's like Elon an Elon Musk. Musk. 
Is it four bees? Mm. Tinies? Newsweek? People? Okay! <laughs> oh my god, wait. Uh, Harper's okay. Bazaar? Let's think about this before we just keep spitting titles Names out. of Playboy. No. So, can I ask a follow-up question, please? Yeah. Is Does this relate to, like, they put him on the cover, or did they give him some sort of award? There is somebody who is on the cover of a magazine that Elon Musk would perhaps have oh. a vested interest in their exposure and career. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, the magazine just announced their various cover models yesterday. Sports Illustrated? Oh. But who's on the cover? Well, Kim Kardashian is, but that's not the one that is... There's an older person, lady. Who's that? I don't know her. That is... Glenn Close? (laughs) (laughs) It's his mom! Oh! Oh, that's his mom? His mom? Why yes. is his mom on Sports Illustrated? Bradley, you are solving the celebrity mm-hmm. gossip mystery. Good job, because here's the thing that NT Lawyer is pondering about May Musk, the mother of Elon Musk, being on the cover of Sports Illustrated's Swimsuit Edition. I saw this cover yesterday because I saw you know all the covers, and I was like, oh, I don't know who this older woman is, but that's cool, right? She's 74. She looks fabulous. She looks fantastic. Yeah. So what NT Lawyer is alluding to is that perhaps Elon Musk paid a little bit to get his mother, May Musk, on the cover of the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. Now, there you go. Like, here you go, Mom. Because she's a model. And a beauty influencer in her own right. Mm-hmm. She's very pretty. She said, my body yeah. is only as good as the food I put in my mouth. No one has ever asked me to get a facelift or Botox. And I'm 70 and I'm doing fine. That's right. That was from before, obviously. Because she's 74 now. Uh-huh. Well, she looks great. Yeah, no, she looks awesome. Yeah. Do it. But he paid him off. I mean, you do things for your mom. Yeah, your sure. mom wants yeah. to be on the cover of Sports Illustrated. You make it happen. Yeah, buy it. Yeah, you just do it. You just buy things. <laughs> Let's solve this. When you're cele- the richest man in the world, right? Mm-hmm. Let's solve this celebrity gossip mystery. This former A minus list actor, who's probably B list now, says that he is the father of two children with this former co-star. Now, NT lawyer says that he just said it to say it. If he were actually the father, he would have had admitted it long ago. Hmm. Okay, so he's a former, did you say former A-list, now B-plus? Like he's Probably gone down. B, yeah, you and know. He, has he, did, he, did something happen that made him sort of fall down the ranks? Or just time. sort of not really mm-hmm. doing the thing so much So anymore. is this Scott Bayo? <laughs> oh. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. Uh. Okay. Now, this person, I will give you a hint, has long been rumored to be the father of these children. Oh! But NT Lawyer says, no, that's not the case. Because if you were, you would have said something, probably. So it's not um, Frank Sinatra, because he's not here. Uh. And uh, Mia Farrow. But anyway. But, um, you know. Mm. I'm trying to think of what 
are the kids and the kids are celebrities the kids are not celebrities but they're celebrity kids meaning they're kids of a celebrity mom is a celebrity mom is pretty quiet and pretty private with Um, these children okay so and they were former co-stars so these are co-stars okay let's narrow down the show like what era was the show on 2000s into early 2010s oh is it like a will and grace no. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, why is this so hard? I don't know. This is really hard. Cause it was a popular ensemble show. Is it Friends? No. No. Oh, Saturday Night Live? No. Oh. That has developed quite the cult following since it left the air. Well, never really left the air because reruns. Oh, The Office. It's Mindy Kaling and it's uh, oh, BJ Novak. Oh, yeah. There you go. Oh, my gosh. I'm like sweating. That was rough. Yeah. You opened That's, that drawer. Yeah, there that it was. rumor has been out there for a long time, right? Like since the birth. Yeah. Yes. But, what but never en- in reverse the way that anti-lawyer is telling it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what anti-lawyer is saying is that BJ Novak, perhaps he's being more public, saying that he's the father of Mindy Kaling's children, but that's not the case. Because he probably would have been more vocal about it if that was true. Interesting. I just find that story to be interesting. Like, I don't care, right? Like, do what you want to do. But just, like, I wonder why. Like, why she's not talking about it? Or why he's, yeah. Like, what's the impetus? Like, you don't have to. There's no obligation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, we tend to think as an audience we deserve to know everything. But I don't think we do. But I am curious. Yeah, it definitely is interesting. I, I, it is, you know, it's fully up to her whether or not, you know, she decides to disclose who the parent is. Um, or the parent. Or the parent, right. Yes. But yeah, I, I, I've always wondered why we care so much. Not we don't care, but why people. Oh, it's just like whenever you don't know something, you want to know it. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. Human nature is mm. weird that way. Your it brain's is. trying to figure it out. You tell me I can't know something, I must know. I want know. to know it. You got another one in there, Halls? Blinded by the item. Uh, so, it's interesting that the army of the permanent A-list singer in quotation marks went after a permanent A-list singer for her mentioning her management team, but seemed to ignore the tens of millions of dollars a year the reality family generates for that same company and management team. Oh, I'm assuming so it's, it's Kardashians. Yeah. yeah. And, but who's the singer? You know, not sure. Okay, so this probably, I, for some reason, I thought when you said singer that the management team was TriStar Entertainment because for some reason, oh, Brittany. I feel like, yeah. Brittany, yeah. Yes. And I feel like the Kardashians have some sort of relationship yes, with we, TriStar. Yeah, we've said that. Yeah. Didn't we come up with that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so if we, we didn't, it's a great rewriting of history. Right? Well, here's what we know of the blind item is that the fans of Britney Spears went after a permanent A-list singer for her mentioning her management team, which is TriStar Entertainment. Mm-hmm. But they just seem to ignore the tens of millions of dollars a year that the Kardashian Jenners generate for TriStar Entertainment. Mm. And nobody is talking about that, which NT Lawyer wants to point out. Well, Interesting. Also, we've st- fully stopped talking about... Um Kimberly uh, McCracken. What's the woman's name at TriStar? 
Yeah, Robin. See? Lou Perlman. Lou Lou Taylor. Perlman is a different person. Oh, that's a totally different story. Sorry, it just came out. Yikes. Uh, Lou Taylor. Uh, Lou Taylor, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, to my, uh, what I was trying to say is, inartfully, where she's at. Yeah, where she's at. Good question. Right, because all the heat was on her mm-hmm. and her role in Britney's mm-hmm. conservatorship, and then suddenly crickets brick, brick, mm-hmm. brick, just vaporized. Um, who's the singer we that don't we, don't we don't know who called out? Okay, mm-hmm. well, thank you, Holly, for those delicious and somewhat challenging blind items. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, Bradley Trainer, there is a major, very famous designer who is intimately involved with the Marilyn Monroe dress mm. that Kim Kardashian wore okay. who shares an opinion uh, with this show. Well, good. And I would just like to share it with you. Okay. When I'm all for it. We return on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk. One Oh seven one. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk. One Oh seven one. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley trainer. How's it going over there? <laughs> Great. Sounds good. Hey, really good news. Really good news for us. We're going on vacation. (laughs) No. If I say the name Bob Mackie, what does that mean to you? Fashion. Fashion. Some of my favorite, favorite, favorite ladies of all time have uh, been walking around in the world in a Bob Mackie original. Yes. I mean, true fashion icon. Well, Great news. Oh. He it's gonna be on the show? Agrees with us. No, just oh! we are we're like a what is, we're like a fashion icon. What does he agree with us about? Well, first of all, I want you to know that he's actually intimately involved in that dress that Marilyn Monroe wore uh at President Kennedy's birthday party where she famously sang Happy birthday, Happy birthday Mr. President. President. The one that Kim Kardashian uh Shimmied into. I can't. Uh, I'm just, I, I can't. Neither can he. Oh, good. Neither good. Can he. What now, does when I told Ms. You, Mr. Mackey have to well, say? What I want you to first know is how intimately involved he is with this dress because it's he's not just commenting on it. He actually was the original uh, sketcher of that dress. Hmm. He drew the original sketch because he was working at the time uh, with the designer. Uh, is it Jean Louis? Sure. Or Jean Louis. I don't know. It's probably Jean Louis. Jean Louis. Jean Louis. Who created the gown, especially for Marilyn Monroe. So he was working alongside him, kind of apprenticing, and he's the one that drew that design when he was 23 years old. So his opinion actually kind of matters because he's intimately involved with that dress. He said, uh, I thought it was a big mistake. He found it alarming that she uh, tried to wear that dress on the red carpet. Uh, And he said, Marilyn was a goddess. A crazy goddess, but a goddess, and she was just fabulous. Now, Bob Mackie has is has in the past also uh, had some words for the Kardashian family because he feels like <laughs> they are famous for being famous, mm-hmm. and True. that they uh, have copied designs that he created for. Can you guess? Share. Share over the years. Yeah. He said, quote, you know, they made a lot of money, so I guess there's something to say about it. But a couple of them really copied Share's clothes, just line for line, beat for beat, which is interesting. He said, it's like whatever. 
I did those designs so many years ago that I don't worry about them being copied on anything. It's actually kind of a compliment. So he took like a whole kind of roundabout yeah, on that. passive aggressive. Is he from Minnesota originally? Right? Because what? what he's really saying is uh, like these biaches stole my designs. work. They're interesting. Yes, exactly. So, But he said absolutely not how risky it was that she did that and, and uh that it just was absolutely, he said nobody else should be seen in that dress. Well, yes, too late of course, now. because we've, we've been talked about this, and you mentioned this as well, that um, it now changes the provenance of that dress. Exactly. The, the historical trajectory of this dress. It is now not just the dress that Marilyn Monroe wore. It's the Marilyn Monroe, Kim Kardashian dress. And frankly, I'm just not ready to live in a world where I'm going to elevate Kim Kardashian to Marilyn Monroe status. It's Thank not to you. say that... You know, Kim Kardashian is a strong, grown-ass woman in her own Mm -hmm. right who's been very successful. But, but, Mm -hmm. but, but, no, but, but, oh yeah, no, but, um, I also, as you, as I was reading more about Bob Mackie and his kind of, uh, attachment to this dress on the article that I was reading also outlined some other very I just want I'm trying to say you guys should listen to us because we know what we're talking about because <laughs> yeah, like other people when other celebrities you know confirm what we've already said then we know we're awesome yeah thank you so also, apparently there was a, a there's an author named Michelle Morgan who's written a bunch of books about Marilyn Monroe's life and she also was like this could have damaged the gown with sweat with makeup yes uh, that you know not only could it have you know, been ruined on the red carpet, but it's extremely fragile. And it is a historical yes. artifact. It is not, this is not, we're not playing dress up. Get a replica. Nobody cares. You couldn't even wear the dress for more than a couple minutes and you couldn't even zip it up the back. Mm-hmm. You had to, like, you know, um, smoke and mirrors your way up the stairs at the Met Gala for two minutes, then take it off and put on a replica. For what? Yeah. For what? For attention. For your own ego, mm-hmm. you are now risking a piece of American fashion history. It's like if George. George Washington's wig or something like, you know, Joe Biden shows up and is like, I'm going to put on uh, uh, George Washington's <laughs> wig because I, too, believe in democracy and I am fabulous. <laughs> also, why is Joe Biden drunk? I don't know. I was kind of curious about that. But, but like, it's just you. Nobody would do that. No. And they would be outraged and rightly so. Like, like George Washington's false teeth. You pop those suckers in. You're not any more George Washington than you were before you had them in. No, and now you've put your gunk on them. Um, I'm not over this. This is not acceptable. Some of Kim Kardashian's words with you that are going to make you even more oh, angry great she probably hasn't watched a marilyn monroe movie. oh gosh she probably does yeah she doesn't no, know she's, anything she's read a lot of marilyn monroe quotes on the google uh she said that she cried <laughs> yeah exactly she cried when she realized she didn't fit into the dress during her first try on uh and then of course we know famously that she went on to lose her 16 pounds so she could get into it she said i had and this still idea- couldn't i know she said i had this idea to put it on and try it on and then they came with armed guards and gloves i tried it on and it didn't fit me so i looked at them and i said give me like three weeks and i had to lose 16 pounds down today to yeah. be able to fit this thing and then she said it was such a challenge it was like a roll i was determined to fit it like a dinner roll i mean 
No. R-O-L-E. And also, what role has Kim Kardashian ever played other than Kim Kardashian? I think she was in a scary movie installment, maybe. Yeah, I, I just, I like, anybody who... Anybody, the world's a stage! I don't deny that Kim Kardashian is a cultural phenomenon. Absolutely. I do, however, shame anyone who thought this was a good idea. And clearly, Bob Mackie agrees with us. And not only that, I mean, truly, they outline about five other people who also agree who are bigger voices than we. Bob Mackie sells a line of stretch sequin expansion watches on QVC. Oh, well, thank you for sharing that important piece of information. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have a question for you. Uh, what should be Minnesota's state soup? 651-641-1071. We'll take your